Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another sermon slash discussion on Grow God's Light podcast. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we acknowledge you here today. We acknowledge, Father, that you laid down the laws of your land for a reason. And not just for a season. We honor you, Father, for the lessons taught. We acknowledge you, Father, for the blessings brought on this day. We will pray for healing, rebirth, resurrection, and rejuvenation in the lives of your people. All these things we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Our discussion today is going to be on sexual trauma. Our overall Honor statement here today is God, please secure me in you. When we talk about sexual trauma, it is something that is happening in our world, worldwide. Here today, a lot of people have developed childhood wounds due to experiencing sexual trauma in their childhood. It is violating the temple gifted to you from God. A lot of men who have experienced child molestation when they were children in the hands of their parents from their fathers, from their mothers, from their relatives and their families, they have developed trauma buried deep down inside of them due to a traumatic experience that they had in their childhood It could be females or males. In reference to the males, when they experience this type of molestation from their fathers or any male figure in the family, these men develop a childhood wound and they bury it deep inside of them. They are confused in their gender. They don't know if they want a woman or a man. They may date both in confusion because they never healed. The majority of these men, they get married to women to hide who they truly are. And they're living a life on the down low with men. But they marry women to keep it covered So no one would know who they truly are. For the women, 
who was molested in their childhood. They have a childhood wound from their mothers or someone in their family, a relative. And they bury that childhood wound deep down inside of them. They're very promiscuous. They sleep with a lot of partners, just like these male do. They sell themselves for money. They have very low self-esteem. They don't have courage in life. They're always looking to people to feed them what they feel they're lacking from the trauma experienced as a child. What God wants you to know here today, you did absolutely nothing wrong in your trauma. that you experienced, you took it as love from an adult. You knew no difference. It was something that was thrown upon you and you had no control over it. But being as though you are in a, being as though you're a child, the enemy don't want me to get this message out, but it's coming out. Being as though you were a child and a adult did this heinous act to you. You took it as love being shared with you because you were immature as a child and you did not recognize the difference. When these children go through these particular situations in their lives, Families don't get the counseling that they need due to embarrassment of the family. They don't want anyone to know, especially if it is a husband or a wife doing these heinous acts with their own children, sleeping with their own children, selling their own children out to the community for money, placing them in pornography. taking pictures of them, allowing their friends to come in and sleep with their children. We have a lot of adults walking around in the world today with sexual trauma that they bury deep down inside of them. They're confused. They don't know if they're into men or into women. They try to find the answers by sleeping with everyone. And they cannot stop sleeping with everyone because they are confused and they did not heal. They are hurting. The majority of these people use and abuse women, use and abuse men. Because they were abused as a child. They have not healed. Therefore, hurt people, hurt people. They will hurt a woman. They will hurt a man. In 
and they have no emotions for either because they are not healed. Through no fault of their own, it is the fault of the parents. It is not the fault of the parents because the parents went through the same thing in their life. They did not heal and it transcended down to their children and their children is going to transcend it down into their children and the cycle continues. It is known as a generational curse that someone in your bloodline started and no one in your bloodline broke the curse off of you from the enemy. Therefore, it trickles down into generations. Generations that did not even arrive here yet. Most of these parents who were sexually traumatized in their childhood, today they are selling their children, sacrificing their children, selling them, allowing people to sleep with them unbeknownst to any family or friends. It is a hidden agenda in their homes. And this sexual trauma is expanding out into our world unbeknownst to a lot of people. There's a lot of adults currently walking around in this world who are sexually traumatized. They have to have five and six women at one time. They participate in heinous acts. They are swingers. They meet people on the internet. They pull them in. They give them black magic. They take away their free will. These people have between 10 and 15 women, 10 and 15 men that they take advantage of. They take their own free will. These women, some of them are in covens. Covens. They practice witchcraft. And these people who are not healed, the entities that Satan has attached to them are known as incubus, which is the male demon of sexuality which causes trauma in the lives of women. The female demon who causes sexual trauma to the men in her life, she is known as a succubus. And what they do is they go around and they sleep with people. And when you sleep with these people, they are taking your energy away from you. They do not believe in using protection. They do believe in spreading diseases out to anyone that sleeps with them. 
They do believe in getting these women pregnant and leaving you alone to raise the child. They get a kick out of hurt and pain. They will come into your life, sleep with you, do magic on you. They will put stuff in your food and your drink, take away your free will. You'll keep coming back to them to sleep with them because they have attached. A entity to you known as incubus is the male. Succubus is the female. You will lose your free will because they will make sure they keep feeding you. Black magic in your food and your drink. These people are in churches. It is hidden. These people will act very nice to your children. They will invite your children to spend nights at the churches to do black magic on them, to get them prepared to be in these covens, to begin sleeping with people because they love the energy of a child. These people get fame and fortune and money off of your child's energy. I would not allow them to stay at any event at the church. There is a lot of coverings in the churches. Unbeknownst to you. Happening behind closed doors. I am not speaking on all the churches, but there is churches out here who are coverings. The church is their front. They are pulling these children in. Your children. They will offer the parents money for the child. Get them to eat or drink something. Prepare them to start sleeping with people so they can get paid. This is why I tell people all the time, be very careful who you leave your children with. I don't care if they're a pastor or a preacher. If they are a male or female born in this world, they can have Satan attached to them. Their title means nothing. The amount of money they mean, they make mean nothing. I don't care if they stand behind the podium and preach the word of God. They are evil and they are in the churches. And they are harvesting on the energy of children. You would be amazed what's going on in these churches. As they stand before you and preach the word of God, it is Satan himself. He can quote the Bible backwards and forwards in less than a minute. This is why God is calling for us to wake up. This sexual trauma is expanding in this world in a huge way. Our children are getting sacrificed, sold, 
taken advantage of, molested, pictures are being taken, sold. There's pedophiles in the church. Some of these places, the church is the front of the organization. Especially if they're teenagers, they're pulling them in, preparing them, placing stuff in their food and drinks, taking away their own free will. Watch your teenagers and watch your children We have to realize that Satan wears a lot of masks in this world. The majority of them are standing behind the podium. The majority of them have high positions. The people you think is not involved are the ones that are guilty. God wants us to know a lot of children are getting traumatized. Their free will is being taken away from them. And the greatest energy that these coverings want is children. Stop allowing your children to be out of your presence. You don't know what these people are doing to them. If they go to an event, then you go with them. If they tell you to let them go to an event and they don't need you there, be cautious. If you are trusting these people to feed your children and give them drinks, I would be very cautious. These people, when they take these children on trips, And parents, you are not there. You'd be amazed at what these people are doing and your kids won't remember due to the black magic and rituals that they're putting over their lives due to them eating something in their food and their drink. As I stated in my other sermons, you know, God keeps bringing this up because it is very, very important that this message gets out. These people are using urine. Tainted blood of diseases that they're putting in stuff and giving these children. Performing rituals over them and spells over them, preparing them for Satan's death. They harvest off of the energy of children. And you don't even know it. As you are letting your children be free in the churches with events going on. And you're leaving them in the hands of others. God is saying be cautious. Satan can put on any face in any place. Be careful. This is a warning for you parents. 
God is letting you know that these people are harvesting off of the energy of children. As well as teenagers. And some of these people are standing behind the podium preaching the word of God. Amongst other positions in the world. God is tired of his children. They're sexually traumatized in their childhood. They're sexually traumatized in their teenage years. And then these scars are carried into their adulthood to hurt other innocent people. And this is why we have so much murder in the world. This is why so much violence is going on in the world because these people are walking around with these childhood wounds. They are carrying it into their adulthood and hurting innocent other people, children, teenagers, adults, women, men, spreading diseases and witchery. God is saying, wake up. Know what's going on in the lives of your children. Know who's the friends of your children. Keep an eye on your children. These people are harvesting off of their energy. And it is happening in the churches and God is getting this warning out. Before something happens to your child and you won't know how it happened. I already talked about the couple that put semen in the cupcakes of the children the wife was a teacher and the husband was a lieutenant, a sergeant. He was a cop and he was putting semen in the cupcakes. She's a teacher and she was taking it to the school. We don't know how many years she's been doing that. We don't know if they're in a group with other people who's doing it worldwide. We don't know. We don't know how long they've been doing it. We don't know if those parents had children that had health issues and didn't understand why. This is what we're working with. This is what is being hidden from you. And God is saying, it's time for you to wake up and protect your children. Don't let them eat from people. Don't let them drink from people. As I said before my sermons, Satan don't care who you are. He does not care what age you are. He is here to hurt you. Kill steal and destroy you at any means necessary and how he can do it. And they are getting into the lives of these children. They are harvesting off of their energy. They are having people sleep with them to take their energy so that they can get fame and fortune and make a lot of money in the world. And God is saying this has to stop. And until parents Wake up and realize what's going on in this world when it comes to you trusting people, taking care of your children. God is warning you. I don't know why people think pastors cannot have Satan in them. They are human just like you and I. They are a man and I'm a woman. He can go to anybody and attach. What better person to attach to 
than a pastor. I keep saying it's going to be a shift in the world because we have pastors in the churches sleeping with all these women and they married. Pastors that have women in the churches that have babies. That's his. And these women are married. God is seeing you. He sees everything you're doing. You will answer for it before you leave the earth. Sexual trauma is violating the temple gifted to you from God. They are doing it to the children, the teenagers, women, and men. Do not think it is only happening to women. It is also happening to men. Through child molestation, pornography, pedophilia, rape, and sexual intimacy. Especially if your children are on the internet. These people are on the internet luring your children in. You should have something set up on your computer so that you can look up and see everything that your child is looking at. Because these people are getting smart. They're hanging out at coffee shops. Looking for students studying. They're hanging out at the gyms. Luring the women in. Anywhere where women are vulnerable, where they can talk to them. These people come in groups of two to set them up. They have devices. If you're on your computer, they can walk by you and look up your whole life and you don't even know it. That is why it's important when you have a computer, you need to put something on it to lock out anybody trying to invade your computer. These people are getting very smart in the world. They will know your whole life history, your parents' history, your family's history. They will study you and then they will come approach you and they will know more about you than you think they know. They work in groups. They even have people working in these places looking for vulnerable females, especially college people. They are preying on you because they know that you're away from your families. They are pulling these people into their covens, promising them stuff. But once they take them in, they cannot let them out. Parents, if you have people in college, you need to come up with a schedule of when to contact them. And do it off of the phones. These people, they are high tech. They are listening on the phones. They're hacking phones. You'd be amazed at what the devices they have out here in the world. What people can do. They are hacking cell phones without a problem. 
They are hacking house phones without a problem. Anything that you want your children to know about in college, in school, you need to come up with a password. You need to talk to them face to face. Come up with a schedule when they should call you and stick to it. Especially if they're in college. You want to make sure they stay in touch with you. These people are working in groups and they out here. And they know that these college kids are not with their parents. They are preying on them. In restaurants, coffee shops, wherever they go study, libraries. These people work in groups of two. And when I tell you they are creative, they can walk past a computer and download your whole computer system or your laptop or your phone. They can find out about you and everything you're doing on it. God is saying, I'm bringing this to your attention. These people are preying on innocent children, teenagers, and adults. And now they're going out to places where these college kids are studying, where they're hanging out. They are hiring people to work in these places to pick out their victims. This is the type of world we live in. They are hiring these people to search out your college student. And then they call their team in to make a move on them. As I said, these people are putting stuff in their food and drink. Your teenager or your college students need to eat their own food, drink their own drink. Because these people are hiring people in these places, parents, and God has given you an insight here today on their tactics of Satan. It is a act against the will of God when it is not ordained by the laws of the land. It is known as sexual trauma. This act produces childhood traumas, murders, crimes, illnesses, depression, greed, pain, hurt, despair, low self-esteem, and manipulation. That is their tactic to manipulate these children manipulate these teenagers, manipulate these college students. It is not only happening to the females, it is happening to the males too. They are paying for the males too. Most of these sexual traumas are placed in the lives of children from one of their parents or a relative or a close friend of the family. These acts are hidden in the lives of many children because the family does not want to accept responsibility or cause 
embarrassment to their families. These acts of the devil causes the child to question their sexual preference in life. They don't know if they want a female or a male. And they feel guilty about it in their head. They then become adults and they carry that guilt into their adulthood because they never healed from it. And they initiate and cause pain in the lives of others who are innocent to their wounds. When a child is sexually traumatized as a child, it is carried into their adulthood and they continuously hurt people to bury that pain of the experience. These are all cases of hurt people hurt people. A lot of people in our world is experiencing this trauma today. And it is all related to a childhood wound also known as sexual trauma. This wound that was created in this child was the act of the devil. You don't think Satan can attach to parents? You don't think Satan could attach to your parents' parents? He can. To be honest with you, it was a generational curse placed over the family. One person in your bloodline initiated it and the curse carried on into generations to come and until someone stands up, takes responsibility to heal from this sexual trauma, it will continue to manifest into generations in your bloodline that that did not even arrive here yet. And as it manifests in your family, it will increase itself in sexual trauma. This curse is repeated over and over and over again in the family until someone gets the help they need. And it is only at this point when the spell is broken off of the family. A large part of anyone's healing in this world is to teach others how they heal their pain. These people that experience sexual trauma and who have healed, you should be out here helping others heal. This is the situation we have in the world today. Everyone is afraid to step up and help others. That is why we have so much crime in the world today because people refuse to stand up and share their testimony so that they can help in the lives of others and stop these devilish acts from happening in God's world. No one is exempt in this world from experiencing some type of pain. We all experience pain. The major decision here is, did you heal? 
Or did you allow the devil to expand your pain out into the world of innocent people? We trust in God to heal and restore us so we can grow and mature more in him. Healing is about maturing in God. God is your best choice when it comes to healing. He knows you inside and out. He knows what hurt you. And he also can see the scar that was placed inside of your temple, the wound that has fested inside of you since you were a child. God sees it, but he's waiting for you to take charge over it. He cannot help you unless you ask him for help. When you are physically or mentally abused as a child, it creates a wound in the core of your heart. This is why they hurt innocent people. Because when this sexual trauma happened to them, it broke their heart. And they still carry that hurt deep inside of their heart. And to them, that is known as love. And they go and they hurt others who love them. Because it is a wound that is open. And it has not been closed yet. How your wound expands from that trauma. Every time you experience hurt in your life, that wound intensifies. It increases, it fests out to innocent people. Every time you participate in that trauma, you will become triggered. This is why they do it to innocent children. They don't know any better. They never healed. They only know that sexual trauma as love. And this is the way that they give out their love by treating children the same way they were treated when they were little and had no control. And this is why they do it because they're not healed. In these triggers, they have low self-esteem, increased anger, their sadness lingers, hurt overwhelms them. Especially if you do something unbeknownst to you and hurt one of these individuals, they're coming for revenge. Because they have love and hurt mixed up. They don't understand what the word tough love means. They don't see tough love as a lesson. They see tough love as a threat. These people who have this sexual trauma, they often go introvert. They are often confused. It's very difficult for them to make decisions or they make decisions that's not good for them. They isolate themselves and that escalates in them. They do not like being alone for too long. They like attention. They want to be on stage at all times because they're no longer in the presence of that person. They experience abandonment issues 
because in that sexual trauma, they gave them their undivided attention. And since they are no longer getting that undivided attention, which to them means love, they look for it in others. And when others don't give them the love that they want or they felt or they experienced in that childhood wound, then they move to the next victim. Yes, these people that they come into contact with is known as victims because they do not understand love. They only understand hurt, meaning love. Why? Because in their experience of pain, they only accepted that pain as love from that accuser or that guilty person who also is not healed. Because love was the only emotion they experienced as a child in that sexual trauma. They trusted that person, the same person that was hurting them. They seen that as love. Even though it was traumatizing, when the parents did not get them counseling or help, they accepted that trauma as love because the parents allowed it because the parents did not get them counseling or mental help. They accepted it as love. It stayed in them as a child. It fested over into a wound, an open wound as they became an adult and they still initiate that pain out to innocent victims. Why? Because there was no other outlet from the experience that they had when they were molested. They could not turn to their parents because the parents, they thought the parents agreed with it. It was okay. They didn't get them help. But they hid it from the other family members. So to the child, that means they accepted it. That means that they love them. And this is why these adults, when they become adults, they are confused in life. They can't make out the gender that they want. They go back and forth, man, woman, man, woman, man, woman, partners, because they're confused. And they know through the embarrassment of who they are, they will not let people know if they have males on the down low, if they have women that they're sleeping with, these other women. It's because of their sexual trauma. And my heart goes out to anyone that has experienced this pain. I am praying for you and your healing. Acceptance was the only choice that they had in their lives. The voice you listened to was a safe voice as they experienced this trauma in their lives. I want you to know here today, it is okay for you to recognize this trauma. It is okay to forgive yourself for being a part of it. It is okay for you to forgive the person who did this trauma to you. 
You did not deserve that. It was not your fault. It was out of your hands and you had no control over it. You are innocent. You are a victim of sexual trauma. And God is saying, today we're gonna heal that pain. Today we're gonna close that wound and remove it from your inner core. Today we're gonna put that light back in your heart that was ripped out of it in pain. Now, today we're going to take a stand against this trauma and heal under the authority of God. We're going to do a couple of things to heal you today. First, I want you to get a cup of water and I want you to grab a piece of fruit. Grab a green piece of fruit if you have it. If you don't, you can have any piece of fruit. When you grab these two items, I want you to hold your water up to God in one hand and your fruit in the other hand. We're going to heal you today, rebirth you, restore you, rejuvenate you, and resurrect you because you are worthy of healing. Anyone who has experienced any type of sexual trauma, pedophilia, child molestation, rape, I invite you to do this also. You're going to grab a cup of water and a fruit. You're going to put it in your hands and you're going to hold it up to God and you're going to repeat after me because we're going to heal today. We're going to get rid of this today. Father, we are here in your presence today. We have come to claim victory over your temple here today. We ask, Father, that the water would heal and restore us, cleanse and purify us, remove this wound today, and release any ailments in our bodies here today. Father, the fruit will dissolve this wound and peel off the layers of destruction and replenish our hearts with a new heart. We will develop new cells and we will develop new tissues in the place of this wound and allow your spirit to expand, your unconditional love and your light upon me. Today, I am healed. Today, I am restored. Today I am resurrected. Today I am rebirthed. Today I am fulfilled. Today I am honored in me. Today I am worthy in the eyes of God. Today I am loved unconditionally through God. Today I surrender this trauma to God under his authority in me. Today I let go and let God rebuild me. Thank you, Father, for my healing here today. All these things I ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. You can now drink your water and eat your fruit. Congratulations. You are now healed. Now we're going to continue your healings. Look up some scriptures and read them every morning and night. 
then I want you to journal in a book the testimony of your healing. You will express how your feelings are each and every day for the next 90 days of your life. Every day I want you to pray over that water and fruit to cleanse your temple. In 90 days, I want you to read your journals. And if you don't see any words of pain in the last journal of your 90 days, you are healed. If you are still seeing those wounds of hurt in the last journal, I want you to do this 90-day journal again. You can express everything you felt in regards of that trauma. If you want to curse out that violator, do it. If you want to scream before you write, do it. If you want to cry, do it. If you want to stomp your feet, do it. I just want you to express it in your journals. Now, once you are healed, no more pain for words in your journal. I want you to reread all of the emotions you wrote. Then I want you to get a new journal. You're going to write down your testimony. You're going to express how your strength of healing, your spirit happened by blessing the water and eating the fruit every day for 90 days. And now that you are healed, you're going to expand your healing into someone else's life and show them how you did it, what you did, and explain to them how God connected with you spiritually and healed you of that childhood wound of sexual trauma. I want you to know God is our healer and you are an extension of God. Don't let nobody tell you nothing different, which means you have everything you need inside of you to heal. How? Through God's spirit. When you do your part, God will connect with his spirit inside of you to do his part in healing you. We have to realize God placed each and every one of us here to help each other with his light and unconditional love. That will be the journey you will go on for the next 90 days of your life in healing. I am no better than you and you are no better than me. In the eyes of God, we are all equal as his children. Today, I want you to stop thinking you're victim. I want you to change it to you are victorious in your healing. I want you to step out on faith here today and start your healing from the trauma that was placed in your life. Today, I want you to trust God and keep your focus on God through your healing process. Today, I want you to forgive yourself first and forgive the person who abused you. Today, we will also surrender everything we have to God so that we can heal in God. Today is the first day of your new rebirth in God. I want you to know I love you. And God loves you too. And we are birth both going to be praying for you so that you receive the strength you need to heal in God. I will hold you in my prayers. 
God wants you to know, <coughs> excuse me, you are worthy of his life and the life he gifted inside of you. Don't let nobody tell you anything different. When we come to the understanding that we are not fighting flesh and blood, we are fighting the enemy that is attached to that person. When we can comprehend in this world, there will always be spiritual warfare. We can rest in knowing God has armored us up to fight the battles and the wars are already won by God. We receive one life. We can go one way. We acknowledge one day to pray, stand up in your life and make a change in it. Focus on God. Trust in God. Meditate with God. Ground yourself in the presence of God in his nature. Hug a tree, walk on some sand. You can take baths, showers. Water is a natural element of God. You can use that. You can touch a plant in your home that is a live plant. Ground yourself in God every day. I try to hug a tree. Secure in a healthy temple and write out your positive affirmations for God each and every day so that you can say them to him. Today, God has rebirthed you, resurrected you, rejuvenated you, he strengthened you, he uplifted you, and overall, you are healed in the eyes of God. Congratulations. And God bless you. Our overall deliverance statement here today is, I am healed in God today. Let us pray. Oh, Father, that was a message here today. We're claiming the victory here today, Father. We're going to heal. These childhood wounds today, we're going to remove that wound of sexual trauma out of their temples here today. Father, we ask that you would restore them, that you would give them the strength, the truth, and the clarity of who you are, that you would shine the light in their lives, Father, that you would replenish them, resurrect them in you. Father, I ask that you would continue to heal them so that they can share their testimonies with other people. Father, we ask that you would continue to bless them each and every day of their lives. Keep your focus on God. Keep your trust in God. May God continue to bless each and every one of you. Congratulations in your healing. This is Grow God's Light, everyone. Until next time, I'm praying for you. I am praying for you.
I am praying for you. And I want you to know you are healed in the eyes of God here today. You are healed. Have a very blessed and fulfilled day, everyone, in God. Blessings.